0: Welcome to season three of CMHASX Worldview. Yeah, this is special. This is, this is pretty cool. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get season three done by the end of this year. but I'm going to try though. And in this season, we're going to be talking about quotes that have shaped my worldview. Quotes that have helped my sense of self. They're going to be from people who are real. And fictional, from different types of media, uh, from from real people who existed that said something that resonated with me, to fictional characters, and TV shows, animes, movies, even music, quotes from songs. We're going to talk about some quotes that ever since the first time I heard them, they had a significant and otherwise unanticipated impact on how I view the world and what I hold in my heart. Before we get into today's topic, if you enjoy my content, then please do consider making a donation. Donations are always appreciated. Your support will allow me to be independent and be motivated to produce for you full time. Another good way to support me is by signing up for my newsletter, cmhostak.substack.com. The links to all that will be in the description, or you can find it on my website, www.cmhostak.com. Thank you, and let's get back to the show. Today's quote is from a fictional character, a female, from the, Fate, from the anime Fate franchise, Saber. That's her moniker. And I don't want to put spoilers of this anime franchise into my content. I simply want to say that, well, actually on a first more important note, um, I can learn things from women, whether they're real or not. I believe truth can be found anywhere. And though I think it's important to be masculine, I also think it's important to be intellectually honest and uh, realize that truth can be discovered anywhere. So Saber said something among the lines of, if one could live if one can learn to live a saber said something among the lines of it was it was something like this quote if one can learn to live a proud life they will not need another end quote it went something like that and it really resonated with me because when we think of our sense of self and we think about what we aspire to do our ideals our strengths our weaknesses and everything included proclivities and all that. We must make choices that will make us proud of our sense of self. Proud of how we spent our time. Proud of how we spent our experiences. And that's going to vary from person to person. For some people, it's going to be learning to humble yourself and to be kind. For some people, it's going to learn to take pride in who you are and you know be conflict seeking because they might otherwise have a problem with conflict and no matter who you are you are going to die one day and you only have one life to live think say and do the very things that will fill your heart with that will fill your heart with wonder and make you feel alive, and you will live such a proud life that you will not need another to be satisfied. For anyone interested in getting into the anime f- uh, Fate franchise, in my opinion, I'm not like an expert on on anime or anything like that. I'm not even an expert on this franchise. I would recommend watching fate zero first and then the seasons of the anime fate stay night. And then the two movies that come after that. And then you might have to Google it, but you'll, you'll, you'll have to figure out where else to go from there. Now, personally for me, fate zero is my favorite. It's my favorite season my favorite part of the franchise and fate stay night is also really good and the movies are also really good why do i like these things part of the franchise i like them because they in my opinion they showcase what it means to pursue excellence getting out of your comfort zone and willing to do both the pragmatic and moralist things that you should do in order to make yourself a better person, be the best you possible, and learn from your mistakes. And also to make the experiences of those around you better through idealism. It's, it's an amazing story. It's an amazing franchise. At least those parts that I like. And why don't I like the rest of it? I feel like it took on a different aesthetic. It, it took a different approach to the, to storytelling and it, it wasn't it wasn't as royal after those uh, parts of that that I mentioned. It wasn't royal after that. And nonetheless, no matter who you are, you have choices to make and they can either make you ashamed of yourself or absolutely proud of yourself and that's why this quote is so important to me i discovered the fate franchise thanks to my ex-girlfriend when i was dating her in 2019 i started dating her in march of 2019 um i started she she showed me the anime she was into, and she started with Fate, and I fell in love with the two. Not just because of her, it wasn't necessarily me simping for her. It was just it was a it is an anime that really resonated with me. And I don't really watch anime that much. If I had to pick an all-time favorite anime, it would probably be Cowboy Bebop, and that's for for various reasons. It's a really well-told story, and I I think it's really captivating. And I think there's a lot of good takeaways from it, just like in Fate. Fate is now one of my favorites, even though I'm no longer dating my ex-girlfriend. I I still like Fate. and I'm slowly getting into the rest of the anime franchise of itself. Um, I'm not too impressed with it. It doesn't hold the same meaning to me as the beginning of it. Um, Though I will say that each character has a very specific philosophy and worldview, and each character... Has a different way of becoming their best selves or their worst selves, and it's really fun to watch. And I believe Saber to be right that if you can learn to live a proud life, as in making the right choices that align with your core values and align with uh, your worldview, and align with building who you are and being who you are, I I, I do believe that you can live a proud life and not need another. And if I were to state my perspective on my life, it wouldn't even be at this time. I felt this way for many years. Over a decade, I'm very satisfied with the choices I made. I'm very satisfied with the direction I took in my life, where I'm constantly challenging myself to be a better version of myself no matter what. I always have better choices to make. And I will not need another life to be satisfied. I have no reason to wish to live again at this time because I'm making the choices that resonate with my soul and freeze my soul instead of suffocates, it will free it. My choices with my thoughts, words and actions, my faculty of control, I'm making the choices that I believe the best member of a community would. And my podcast about my worldview is only so much a part of that. So if you're somebody who is not very part of your choices, there's different ways you can frame it. You can either think of yourself as a fool or you can think of yourself as somebody making progress because failure is a part of your journey to success. Failure to be what you needed yourself to be in a situation is actually progress in the right frame and even objectively speaking. You, you can't grow and become a better you without making a fool of yourself through failure. So when you make a fool of yourself, that's an indication that you actually tried to do something good with your choices not many people can say that they've done the same a lot of people stick to their comfort zones and even their misery and mediocrity though if you're actually trying to develop yourself and better yourself whether to be more confident more sociable excelling at something when you try things you are not good at you're going to need to practice to get better Therefore, you're going to look like a fool no matter what when you're developing yourself. And it's about the attitude that you take with your personal development. It doesn't matter what happens, whether you lose some friends, you lose some family members, you lose some respect for yourself. That is all part and parcel of becoming the best you possible. Let me give perhaps a better example. Self-destruction and self-discovery, the two are not mutually exclusive. So when you're discovering yourself, you, you have to be critical and you have to destroy parts of yourself you deem to be weak and add on things too that are going to make you stronger. So perhaps you try out a new diet because you want to lose weight and gain muscle Well, you're destroying an old part of you, an old part of your lifestyle, and developing a stronger lifestyle and a stronger part of you. You're going to be adjusting to the diet, and you might not handle it so well. And that is perfectly okay. And that's part and parcel of living a proud life. So if you're making a fool of yourself and you're saying and doing and thinking cringe things... Congratulations, you're on the track to becoming the best you. It might not be pleasant, for sure, though it is absolutely worthwhile to change who you are, and that takes self-destruction. It also takes self-discovery. It takes being critical of yourself. And it takes putting yourself in situations you're not going to perform at your best, but you're going to learn to through practice, just like the Peter Principle. You're going to work yourself up from competence to incompetence. And through that, you're going to develop competence for your new arena in life, the new level you reached. And that's what that quote means to me from Saber. If one can learn, if one can learn to live a proud life, they will not need another. And looking like a fool and then becoming an expert, that is just all part of it.